Hello, Lagos. Good afternoon. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. First hard fact of the day, 249 confirmed COVID cases yesterday. 59 of those cases were here in Lagos. Numbers continue to drop. I'm happy about that. It's still the fourth wave, though. So we could limit your movement uh, when you go out. If you must go out to work or to buy essentials, please wear a mask. Keep your distance from people. Wash your hands. Sanitize your hands as often as you can. And thank you for tuning in to Hard Facts. I have a great show for you today. Uh, it's an extended big three up until 4.30. I love it. Uh, let's talk about the latest political news, shall we? The PDP governors met yesterday and uh, the National Assembly is back in session. You heard Femi Wajabia Miller uh, during the news update at 3 o'clock. We'll talk some more about that information from Wajabia Miller. Then let's talk about fresh charges against Namdekano. You and I will talk about that on today's Big Three. We'll also talk about a woman arrested for helping one son kill another son for rituals. There's no community you report and there's no big hard fact because AFCON is still on. But remember that tomorrow I will have a full show for you. So we'll have the big three tomorrow. We'll have the glass ceiling tomorrow and we will have Balogun and Broad tomorrow. Tomorrow on Balogun and Broad, let's talk about loan companies. I saw a post on social media about this gentleman whom a loan company allegedly put out a flyer claiming that he had allegedly died because he allegedly borrowed money from an alleged loan company. Let's talk about that tomorrow on our business segment, Balogun and Broad. On the glass ceiling tomorrow, we'll also have fantastic conversations about women's rights. But back to today. As usual, we'll have news for you at 4 o'clock at the top of the, of the hour, 4 o'clock. We're not going to have 5 and 6 because of AFCON, but let's get started with today's big three. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. Will the House of Reps pass the Electoral Act Amendment Bill? Is the government handling the Namdekano trial efficiently? And how much blame should Nigerian parenting take? For the rise of crime. Those are your big three. Lagos, let's talk. The House of Reps will reintroduce the Electoral Act Amendment Bill tomorrow. That's our first story. We got that news from the Speaker himself, Femi Bajia Miller. We have less than 13 months to the next general election, so time is of the essence. A credible electoral law is what the people want, it is what the people deserve, and it is what the people will get. The Electoral Act Amendment, Unconstitutional um, Amendment, will prioritize action to pass the Constitutional Amendment Bill in the House of Representatives. Fortunately, we are in the final stages of that effort and will shortly conclude this all-important work. He said the plan is to deliberate on the bill quickly, make the necessary changes, send it back to the president uh, to sign it. Remember, the president said himself on air this month that if the direct primary mandate is removed, he will sign the bill. The opposition party is challenging National Assembly to put the president to the test. Yesterday, we heard from the PDP Governors Forum after they met in Port Harcourt. They told the National Assembly to act quickly and either override the president's veto with two-thirds majorities on the bill or make the adjustments he asked for and send it back to him. 
They said amending the Electoral Act is essential for a smooth general election in 2023. Because remember that this bill has provisions like electronic transmission of results, which are meant to improve transparency in the process. Oh, but the PDP governors did not stop there. They also dragged the APC's performance in control of Aso Rock and the National Assembly. They accused the president of mismanaging the economy and not having an answer for insecurity. Now, I want you to tell me which option you think the National Assembly should take on the Electoral Act Amendment Bill. Will they override the veto or edit it based on the president's feedback? Interestingly, the PDP governor said that they think the president is just stalling and will find another reason to not sign the bill, even if they uh, remove the direct uh, primary mandate. Do you agree with that or do you disagree with it? And what do you think about the PDP governor's criticisms of the president's handling of the economy and, and security? I think I should make that question a poll. You know, the, the part where the PDP governors say that the president is just stalling and they'll find another reason not to sign the bill. Sandra, go to Ken and tell him to make that a poll for me. Huh? Do you think that the PDP governors uh, are right when they say that the president is just stalling huh? and he will find another reason not to sign a bill? So it's going to go up as a poll on our Twitter and you can get online and vote. But right now, let's talk. 0700 993-993-993. I, I told you guys I have an intern. Her name is Sandra. So for those of you who are listening, like, why are you sending yourself a message, Sandra? I have a namesake in the studio with me. <laughs> and she's the one who I was talking to. If you're a woman, call us on 01465-7190. Hello. Thanks for calling us. Hello. Thank you for Hello. calling. What's Hello. your name? Good afternoon. Yeah, my name is Samuel. I'm calling from Lekki. Welcome, Samuel. Go ahead. Yeah, in respect to what um, PDP is doing right now, it's just politics to me. Okay. Yes, have they ever done better? Okay. Yes, we know a a a APC is calamity as well. They are just the same of the same. Okay. So it's just politics. Will they sign if they are the one in charge? Were they not the one that well, were part of the government that said the uh, president should not sign it? Why is a calamity? I know that. I'm sorry to have used that language, but it's just politics. Don't let us drive follow that bandwagon. But is it, it? But is it politics okay. that works? Because so so here's the thing, right? We're always saying that politicians are always interested in themselves. They're always playing politics, but some of the politics aligns with the interests of the people, right? So yes, so correct. so let's concede that they're playing politics. But do you think it's politics that benefits the people? Um, yes, it will benefit the people if the president eventually signs it. But in their own mind, mm. in their own mind, mm. are they willing? Are they, they allow the president sign it too? Who, will the, people will the PDP the allow the president to sign it? He won't. Uh, yeah, he, he eventually he might sign or not. I don't know about that, but I know in, in PDP's interest, would they want us to do a twenty transmission of uh, or would they want it? Well, they well, they well, don't want the people. Well, they've they been they, the they've, they've been the loudest voices saying that they want electronic transmission. Actually. They are only talking. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what came up initially before the president rejected it? We K all of them said they don't want him to allow the direct primaries. Mm. So these people are just playing games. Okay. Let's see how it goes. All right. Thank you, Thank you very much. Because that's a question. That's something we need to ask ourselves going into 2023. Yes, they're playing games. 
Yes, they're in it for their own profit. Yes, they're in it for their own pocket. Yes, they're in it. And this is not me agreeing. This is me just saying what you say, right? So, yes, they're playing games. They are, uh, you know, you know, dirty about it. They're just fighting for their interests, all of those things. Okay. But how many of those things they are fighting for align with your own interest? We need to get out of this habit of looking for angels and saints. They're not going to come. There's nowhere in the world where the politicians are angels and saints. If you continue to expect to get angels and saints i'm sorry you're naive so it's you have to get to the point where you're like okay this one a crook this one a thief but where does his policies or his beliefs or his uh movement the path that this person is charting that she, you know where, where where does her goal and my goal meet where do they meet where do they align is this something i can get behind because if someone is trying to use you you have to find a way to use them back Otherwise, you're just being used. And nobody likes to be used. So that's something we need to start thinking about as well. We need to get pragmatic about things like this. This is not to hold brief for the uh, PDP or the APC. I'm just saying in general, as we go into 2023, how many of these conversations that are being had at the moment, how many of them work in your favor as a citizen of this country? 99.3. Hello. Good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon, sir. What's your name? My name is David. Yes, uh, I want the National Assembly, they have a constitutional duty to make law. So I just want them to go straight and override the veto of the president. Okay. All these games, Nigerians are no longer interested in all these games again. Hmm. If the president doesn't want uh, uh, the direct primaries, that we actually wanted the electronic voting, he will have done it by the way they said he did that of the uh, petroleum something B. Okay. So we, we already, the National Assembly too, should, if they are actually sincere in what they are doing, let them just go straight and, you know, override the, the, the president's veto okay. and let us have a, a country progressing. All right. Okay, thank you very much for calling us. 99.3, hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. What's your name? Welcome, Kori Dikuchu. What I want to tell you is that PDP should go and sit down. Okay. I have been sitting from 1998 to two years ago for them. Hmm. So now I'm commanded to go and sit now. <laughs> Mommy, hmm? we signed what we call social contract with our national assembly with the president. Right. They're not supposed to be telling me or uh, supposed to be a, a commanding off. You see that it mm. was this, it was. They must sign it though. But let me let me still retreat. Is it the retreat or the retreat? So let me retreat again that <laughs> if this direct power will cause Wahala, mm. please let them go and they remove that one and they sign so that if I'm uh, voting for Otafam, so mm. that it will reflect direct to Abuja. Mm. Are you hearing me? Okay. Concerning Nandekalo. Mm. Nandekalo should not be forced make government to give him their own clothes. They are giving him clothes and they are giving him. So if they didn't say they have any case against him, mm. let him uh, let them allow him so that he is not even he not even need uh, He can answer he can even answer by himself more than Osokome. But give him free chance la. Let him answer but you know say this intimidation intimidation of I people should not come. They will be pushing them. Let government own some water. Do this one. Uh, he will he will not be answered. Ask, ask him about his lawyer. They say he doesn't have rights. Why can't he have rights? Why 
I can't say I fight with you for, 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 for a lawyer. So what I want to say, let them give him free chance. Let him defend himself. Lord, don't say, Ricky Maroon, Abrakabaka, Akrabaka, Isita Akrabaka, Thank you very much. Thank you very much for calling. Uh, that's our cue to get into the second story. The federal government has added eight new charges to Nandi Khanna's case. Uh, when the case last adjourned on December 2nd, there were seven charges, including treasonable, uh, treasonable uh, felony. The case resumed today, but yesterday the federal government increased the charges to 15. So in court today, Kano's lawyers argued that they did not get enough time to study the new charges and therefore they are refusing to enter any plea. And the judge agreed with them and adjourned the case until tomorrow. By the way, Michael Zekome, SAN, has has um, joined Kanu's legal team and he'll be leading them in court. Zekome said that it did not make sense for the government to keep changing and adding charges and to do it on the eve of the hearing. After all, they've had over a month and a half since the last hearing. And, uh, you know, you have his colleague on the case, Namdi Ejiofo, saying that the adding of these new charges is needlessly prolonging the case. And he called it an abuse of legal processes. And I want to know if you agree. How would you rate the government's handling of the prosecution of Namdi Kano? Do you think the government should have been able to gather all its evidence and decide all the charges it wanted to bring before a day before the resumption of the case. If you're a woman, call me on 01465-7190. Yes, you can still talk about our first story. Do you think the House of Reps will pass the Electoral Act Amendment Bill in time? We have Femi Bajabia Miller speaking in the House today, and here's what he said. We have less than 13 months to the next general election, so time is of the essence. A credible electoral law is what the people want. It is what the people deserve, and it is what the people will get. The Electoral Act Amendment, Unconstitutional um, Amendment, will prioritize action to pass the Constitutional Amendment Bill in the House of Representatives. Fortunately, we are in the final stages of that effort, and will shortly conclude this all-important work. All right, let's come back to the phone lines. 99.3... Sorry about that. Call back if you can. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon, President Sandra. Good afternoon, sir. What's your name? My name is Prince calling you from Amua Dolphin. Good to have you on the show. Go ahead. I think the National Assembly, what they have to do is just simple something. Just put a clause there that uh, is optional. If any party wants to go for direct primary, it's welcome. Want to go in direct primary is welcome. Consensus candidate is just to be that close there. I'm turning back to the Supreme for signing. What do you this uh, new election uh, this uh, for 2023 election? Very, very important to majority of Nigeria. And for the uh, NMB canoe, I think for me, I've already said before, I want political statement for this matter. The matter can be settled out of court. This is what I wish I would more than this. Have a blessed day yesterday. Have a blessed day as well yourself. 99.3, hello. Sorry about that. Call us back if you can. Our number is 0700 
do you think that the National Assembly should take on the Electoral Act Amendment Bill, override the veto, or do you think uh, they should edit it based on the president's um, feedback? The PDP uh, governor said that they think the president is stalling, that the president will find a reason not to sign the bill, even if the direct primary mandate is removed. Do you agree with that or do you disagree? What do you think about the PDP's governor's, uh, PDP governor's uh, criticisms of the president's handling of the economy and of security? Our first caller said PDP should go and sit down. And to our second story, how would you rate government's handling of the prosecution of Namdi Kano? Remember that I told you that the government added eight new charges to Namdi Kano's case yesterday, one day before it was supposed to resume today. They increased the charges to 15. So in court today, Kano's lawyers said, nah, we didn't get enough, enough time to study this. How do you expect us to enter a plea? So the judge said, okay, you're right. All right, let's adjourn the case. We'll start again tomorrow. I also told you that Michael Zekume um, has uh, joined Kalu's legal team uh, because he, he thinks, he says, it doesn't make sense for the government to keep changing and adding charges and to be doing it on the eve of the hearing. Namdi Kano's uh, other lawyer, uh, Namdi Ejofo, says that um, the adding of these new charges is simply being done to prolong the case. He thinks it's an abuse of legal processes. And my question with that story is, do you agree? How would you rate the government's handling of the prosecution of Namdi Kano? Do you think that the government should have been able to gather all its evidence, decide all the charges he wanted to bring before this point? 99.3, hello. Hi, good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon. What's your name, ma'am? Ada. Ada, welcome. Yes. Everybody knows uh, what they are doing. We know, they know we know what they are doing. This is not a normal thing. At least I've been going to court to, you know, South Okay. So they are doing it purposely just to stop her off. So let it be. At the end of the day, I know the God we are serving. And that God, that God will do his work and everybody will be surprised. I'm not. I'm not afraid. If they like, let them postpone it to kingdom come. They are the ones to lose, and they are the ones to bear the shame. Thank you. Thank you very much for calling, Ada. Kendrick Ugenyi on Facebook says, um, if the electoral system is absolutely independent and credible, getting a PVC will be worth it. Or else they'll keep recycling old criminals as leaders in Nigeria. So I always say this every time that you talk about getting your PVC and you talk about the recycling of old people. You talk about these things like an outsider and you shouldn't be talking about these things as an outsider. Because by the time we get to the point where they are allegedly recycling old criminals, it is already too late. So getting your PVC simply means that you are now stuck with making the choice between one recycled old criminal and another one. This is not conceding that uh, we're recycling old criminals. I'm just using the words of one of the listeners here on Facebook. Now, the way to ensure that the people you will use your PVC to vote for are the kind of people you want to vote for on election day is to hijack the political parties that currently exist or to 
enter a new one in your massive numbers, mobilize enough across the country, and then produce the kinds of candidates and winners that you would like. It is not enough to say get your PVC. PVC is one aspect. The rest of it is determined by people who are in political parties already. And not enough Nigerians are in these parties. Like Nigeria allegedly has 200 million people. And we have less than 10% of that number represented across the major political parties. That needs to change. It won't change by 2023. It's already too late. So you are stuck with whoever the parties give the flags to. Those are the ones you're going to have to vote for. And you have to vote. Because whoever they give to you, it, it, it's always going to be you know, one person who is worse than the other. And you always want the one that is not the worst option. And when you don't vote, you are voting for the worst option. That's it. So you decide for yourself, who is the better option of these two? How can I vote for this particular person? If you say you want a third force candidate, how do I mobilize nationally to get this third force candidate elected? You cannot be having lofty ideas about these things. They are processes. Politicians are professionals like doctors. They're professionals like me. They know politics well. The average Nigerian doesn't respect the, 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 the work that goes into being a politician. And that's why we look at politics and like, eh, they're just... No, they're not. They know this, this is their bread and butter. It's like broadcasting is my bread and butter and I'm an expert broadcaster. It's the same way they're expert politicians. So you have to become either an expert citizen or an expert politician or an expert mobilizer, an expert uh, um, um, and whatever it is that gets us to the point as a nation where we can elect the kind of people we want to lead this country. I, I'm sorry I'm becoming, a, you know, very like, you know, uh, I don't know the word to use, but like, Omo, what's that on pass, Gary? It don't pass, Gary. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll bring you our third story. Our third story is a shocking one. Very shocking. Very sobering. A suspected fraudster told the police that his mother helped him kill his brother so he could use his body parts for rituals. I'm Sandra Ezekwesele. This is Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. A suspected fraudster told police that his mother helped him kill his brother so he could use his body parts for rituals. TVC is reporting that Afiz Olalere made the uh, confession in police custody after both he and his mother were arrested. Here's what he allegedly said, quote, My mother took me to a herbalist who told me if I want to be successful in the yahoo business i will have to sacrifice one life and that person must be a sibling to me the things he would need to prepare a concussion with are his thumbs his hair fingers and a passport uh, photograph so we went back home we thought about it then my mother suggested that we use my younger brother since he's just 21 years old she also brought the poison which we gave him to eat he died within 20 minutes after consuming the food. I was the one who cut out the body parts needed. We then wrapped his dead body and headed to the mortuary. End quote. So assuming this is true, this man told his mother he wanted to be a fraudster. And she agreed it was a good idea and took him to get spiritual help. 
And when they were told that the price would be murder, they agreed. Even hearing that the victim had to be a blood relative did not make them flinch. And then this mother allegedly nominated her own son to die. And she allegedly bought the poison. First of all, those of you who say your mother is always your mother, no matter what, you can't throw your mother away. How market? Would that dead 21-year-old not have been better off throwing his mother away? I'm sure if that man had told his, his friends, had told people, that his mother did not wish him well. Most people would have insulted him. They would have made him feel bad. I want us to expand this conversation to parenting in general. Yes, the suspect here is an adult. Let's be clear on that. An adult made this decision, this decision to go into crime, to murder his brother, and collaborated with his mother to do it. But you have a school of thought that says one of the reasons so many Nigerians are turning to crime is that in the homes they come from, money is prioritized over everything. Just this week, a commissioner in Delta State said that parents are encouraging crime by demanding money from their sons and daughters without asking where the money is coming from or by even encouraging them to get money from shady activities. Do you agree that this is a root cause or do you think that Do you think that Pekin we no we, we no go spoil no go spoil And so even if some parents are unscrupulous if their offspring are incorruptible they won't listen to their unscrupulous parents there's a lot to unpack in this story and I could keep talking about it until 4.30 and we will keep talking about it until 4.30 because I really want to hear from you. Women, call me on 01465-7190. 01465-7190. Men, call me on 0700-993-993-993. We've got WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 80 959-75805. Hello, thanks for calling us. Sorry about that. Call back if you can. 99.3. Hello, Sandra. How are you? This is Alex. Alex, welcome. Yeah, you see, um, I heard this story yesterday. I'd like to say, Sandra, that it takes a village to raise a child. I know a lot of times we talk about parents not parenting properly and all that. But look at our society. I had the opportunity of going to the hinterland, you know, back home this um, last holiday, yeah? Right. And to my surprise, almost everybody I asked after, oh, is that a Yahoo boy? 
Oh, it's not a Yahoo boy. Oh, it's not a Yahoo boy. And I'm like, what's the thing about Yahoo boy? I actually engaged one of them. And I said, tell me if you know two about what's happening here. And one of the things I found out is that there's something these guys call a hustle kingdom. In fact, they call it HK. Okay. Hmm? Okay. This is a place where, like, one, one of them who has learned, like, he's not a boss, right? Okay. He gathers pro- prospective Yahoo boys together to train them. Okay. Where am I going with this? We, you just mentioned now about the parents, mm. right? Mm. I want to ask you, Sandra. Right. Our society is full of, or I won't say full of, there are many billionaires in our society. Right? I want you to just imagine. It's like this apprenticeship thing you mentioned some months ago. Hmm. You know, this, you had this apprenticeship thing that you talked about, right? Right. And some people say that this apprenticeship thing produces more millionaires than universities. Okay? Right. I am telling you now, Sandra, I'm asking you now, Sandra, that how many of our billionaires have, have actually set up something, right? Like where... They try to also reproduce their type. Many of them don't tell their stories. People learn by hearing stories. That's why I say it takes a village. Okay? Our people say that you don't, your child is not walking upside down because he did not see you walking upside down. Now, if we, if we consider all, all of the things that are happening in our society, how many, those who claim to be making good money, how many of them actually are you know, taking the extra pain to tell their stories. A lot of them are not telling their stories. Sandra, you are aware of a video that came out last week where, where somebody asked about how somebody made his money, even simple thing as how old he's your candidate, he couldn't even say. Right. You understand? Right. Those who know, those who claim to be doing the right things are not telling their stories. They're all, they, they will read my role, they'll tell you some kind of rubbish stuff. They're not inspiring young people to do the right thing the way they say they do the right thing. That's why I say it takes a village. How, for how long can we blame the parents? Some parents are clueless. They are, they are way more dysfunctional than even their children. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, Alex, for calling. 99.3. Hello. Hello, Sandra. Thanks for calling. What's your name? My name is Ethel. Welcome. Afternoon. Good afternoon. Sandra, it's very shocking because when I'm not online, mm. you know what is going on. Mm. And you know who is the online radio and uh, on hair radio that I have. Now, the mother helped his other son, I'm not mistaken, to kill the younger one. Yes. Yes. Although, let me use worry language. It don't happen, it don't see. Now who hand touch? Now who the cash, now the see. Mm. no cash, not the see. Mm. Is because we were caught. What about those that we are not caught? I have seen a, a, a mother and a son, they join hands together to kill the father for ritual. Hmm. What about that one? Sandra, hmm. I will never encourage Yahoo. It's not the best way to go. The other day here, yeah, I turned in. What I was hearing was this Tony Illuminati Foundation mm-hmm. assisting young Nigerians, young African youths, 
to, to get up, to rise. Are those us not people? Are those us not youth? The 18 years old boy that is from Nairobi, does, he does not know how to do Yawabi. He does not know how to kill. That is why they are helping him. Sandra, we've lost it all in Africa and in Nigeria. Not only in Nigeria, in the whole Africa is Yahoo that is raining. And it's not Yahoo, it's ritual. They use people for money ritual. Neo, I don't have that strength to kill. So the little I can do to raise my own people, I told a, a lady the other day, I said, you are dressing half naked. For what? You are still in secondary school. You better think straight. And stop running after your boys. They will do you no good. Your mates, if I help your mates to rise up, I know what I have seen, so I will never allow any young lady around me to see what I have seen. But most parents, Sandra, some mother, encourage their kids, take them to select church, take them to Babalao, so that they will, they will do medicine for them, they will become rich. Yeah, who plus? So unfortunate. I'll find ourselves in this thing. And I pray God help us with that. Thank you, Esau, for calling us. 99.3, hello. Yeah, President Sandra, good afternoon. Good afternoon, good to have you on the show. The, 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 the boy and the mom, they, they caught them, right? Yes. And the young man confessed. Hello, President Sandra. Yes, the young man confessed. Go ahead. So somebody will call himself a lawyer now to go and defend this woman and his son. 21 years old boy. God. The other day, University of Lagos, uh, Iba, last week, a boy carried the girlfriend at Yokuta with his, with his mom. They killed that girl, all in the name of ritual. Sandra, I traveled this uh, December, right? Mm-hmm. With my Gura Gura. I see small, small boys. SUV, SUV. They were like, I'm crazy. Uh-uh. I've been using this Gura Gura for six years. They hit one of them. People gather. Oh, now you boy, you go hit. See how they were hitting this guy, clapping hand. Wow. How do they sleep, self? After making all this money. Hello, President Sandra. I'm here, I'm listening. Go ahead. How how would they go to bed and sleep with two eyes closed? What type of heart? This type of people are young, young boys. They are the four point charting. I see this boy, white bag in The boy should be around twenty two or so. They were hitting him. I say, Wow. Thank God I'm not in the uniform business. If not, I will call that young man. Come, who are you? What are you doing? Bentley White. Everybody was hailing him. And for Bajadia Miller, when he was talking, I, I hear the grammar when you play the tape. You know where I cast my mind back to? Where? Um, what is it called? The one they say off your mic. Um, Apadio. Okay. You remember Apadio incident? You remember what Bajadia Miller said? Mm-hmm. Like he said, they have 13 months. And for those who are rubbishing PDP, my people see say dead boy as Harufu. We're just shying away from the truth. No matter what, what these guys put us in these six years, come on. See, I said it. We are taking side with this government. All of us are in that stormy water. Heaven will collapse in all collapse of one person alone. PDP serves you. I've been telling them, stay away from whatever APC is giving to Nigeria. Go back to the drawing board. They will not hear. The PDP, go and sit down. PDP is this. Good for them. Thank you, President Sandra. Thank you, Chris, for calling us. Uh, I will say though, because I, I will say though that um, everybody is entitled to um, a def- to defense from a lawyer. Because Chris was mentioning, well, these ones too, will they also get um, 
lawyers. Everybody's entitled to defense from a lawyer, even after confessing, because we've all heard about false confessions because of police torture, right? Uh, so that's number one. Number two, not every young man who's driving a flashy vehicle is a Yahoo boy. Not every young man who is... Um, uh, driving a Bentley is a fraudster, you know. Um, and when we when we repeat th things like that, when we repeat that those words, you know, those opinions uh, over and over, it cements the perception that allows uh, security agents abuse the, the rights of young men and young women in Nigeria. There are a lot of these young people who are working in tech. You know, and tech pays a lot of money. Oh, my God. And, and oh my God, like tech plays a ridiculous amount of money. You can stay in Nigeria and get a job in Europe, in America, in Asia, and you, in South Africa. And you're earning in dollars. And you're earning in dollars against the Nigerian Naira today. You're, you're good. You're, you're, you're eating good, you know. So I, I want us to get out of that head headspace where every time we see a young man or a young woman driving an expensive car, living in an expensive house, um, we first go to, oh, this person must be a criminal. This person must be committing crime. This person must be doing something bad. You know, let's stop that. Because that's, that's the kind of sentiment that allows security agents um, abuse young people. And we don't want that to continue to happen. Yes? Okay. All right. Um, let's lighten things up a bit. Then after the news at four o'clock, uh, we'll talk about this story some more. This third story, very shocking, very sobering. From four to four thirty, you and I will talk about it some more. But for right now, we've got information for you. The next fifteen minutes on this show is brought to you courtesy Amber Drink. Yes. Yes. Super, super duper excited. Amber is a premium energy drink packed with a refreshing taste and healthy energy boosting ingredients. It contains just the right amount of nutrients and minerals to energize, revitalize and hydrate the body. Amber energy drink is fortified with amino acids, citric acids and essential B vitamins required daily to fight fatigue, improve concentration and keep you energized all day long. Amber contains a herbal blend of the guarana plant, which is a natural source of caffeine with vast benefits to the health. B group vitamins like vitamin B3 and vitamin B5, vitamin B6 and vitamin B12, taurine and amino acid, which has been shown to have several health benefits. And all this serves to replenish your loss of nutrients and electrolytes. And Amber just basically wants you to be energized. I'm all telling day. you, like yeah. they just want you to feel good, to mm -hmm. feel all right. Yes. You know, um, I, I like um, I like something that Amber is doing. So um, they have this game where um, they let people who um, follow them on socials or get on air with them to talk about uh, when they've been able to achieve a set goal Ooh. or overcome a hurdle right and i'm wondering like do you have a story like that do you maybe have a story like that where um you've set a goal for yourself and you were able to achieve it or there was like a challenge that you were looking for a way to get past and you're like hmm, how do i get past this and you know you just found a way to to get it done you know so 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 i want so here's what i want to do right i, I want us to play a game and amber is giving away 1000 recharge cards okay. to like you know different people if you impress me with your 
your game <laughs> skills. <laughs> so I'll give you the cheat code, yeah? I'll let uh, bubblegum, I call her bubblegum because she smells like bubblegum. <laughs> like she smells very delicious. So, <laughs> so um, uh, bubblegum, t- uh, tell me, tell me like a time when um, you've like, like set a goal for yourself and, and, yeah. like, and accomplished it. Just 60, sec- 60 seconds so that I can go to like Lagos and ask them the same thing. And then they, they'll tell me their story, answer a few questions and win some money. Unfortunately, you can't win the money because you're amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. It's all right. You can win the money. <laughs> okay. Well, for me, I think um, when I left school mm. and I wanted to go into media, I knew I wanted to do radio. Right. And I set out to do it. I remember moving out. I moved out of my parents' house as at my 21st birthday when I... Um, Congratulations! Out. Thank you. Oh, you're it, an was adult not, adult. it was not easy. Uh, it's never easy. Like even when you're 30, it's not easy. I do not like paying bills. Everybody wants their parents to pay their <laughs> bills, girl. <laughs> and I remember just um, when I moved out, my parents thought I had already secured a job. Okay, I had not. Ooh. I told them I had. So you were sneaky. With I had it. faith. Okay, let's put it that way. Okay. And I remember moving out and having nights in that in the apartment. And I was like, God, what am I going to do? And mm. eventually, I got a call. Yeah. And then I came into the job, and oh, I. I think it, it was just a really big step for me and yeah. I'm so grateful for that part yeah. of my life yeah. and where I am at right now the growth and yeah. everything so yeah. I'm gonna be 22 in a few days so oh congratulations <laughs> thank you you've been paying bills for almost a year yes. how does that feel what do you what do you spend the mo- what do you spend your money the most on I would say feeding feeding and yeah. transportation and how things. about data oh my data is a God. silent killer Ah. You will not even know. It's just there. In the <laughs> and background. then I do just the weekly one. Oh, and then it's like done in two days. Yeah, you have like Netflix and all yeah, this like. Pew, pew, pew. Okay, all right. Before we go off, let me let me come back to Lagos very quickly, right? Lagos, I want to give you a chance to tell me your own story. So you heard from Bubblegum. She told us her own story. Um, she told us about a time when she overcame uh, a hurdle. Um, she told us as well about how she actually set a goal for herself. So you've got 60 seconds to do the same thing for me. And then you'll pick a number between one and six. And I'll ask you a very simple question. And you go home with um, uh, airtime from Amber. Let's go. We've got 10 minutes to do this. So let's make it. Uh, worth your while.